0: Welcome to the Notorious Scoundrels, a Star Wars Legion podcast bringing you the latest news, general perspective, and competitive discussion.
1: Hello, and welcome back to the Notorious Scoundrels podcast. I'm Kyle. I'm here with Mike and David and Zach. And we're on video this week because it is our 100th episode. Woo!
0: Yeah.
1: 100 episodes. You 100 episodes, and you still have to think
2: through that drop, or that first uh, <laughs> first introduction. You still have to remember who the heck I am.
0: Hey, he, he didn't ask us how we were doing today, so I consider that a win. That's also true. <laughs>
3: that's true. See, that's, that's,
1: that's because that, I have a topic at the open.
3: I was going to say, or that's exactly why it takes him a little bit to intro, because he's trying to make sure, wait, do I do this to Mike this week, or do I not do this to Mike this week? Oh, I see.
1: <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Actually, we have a lot to talk about. Um, we're going to kick off a scoundrels sort of internal campaign thing that we're doing here just between the four of us with a map and everything. Super fancy that Mike came up with. Um, should be, should be pretty fun.
0: Yeah. It's up on the screen right
1: now. Okay. Yep. Um, (laughs) we're going to use the map from Rebellion. Um, Star Wars Rebellion, awesome board game for those that haven't played it. Uh, probably my favorite Star Wars board game. Legion being a minis game, of course, so not competing with each other. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just had to clarify that. Nice. Um, yeah, we're going to use this map. Mike's, Mike's going to explain how it works when we get to that. Um, but uh, we got some, some news items also, so let's talk about those first.
0: Welcome to In The News.
1: Oh, the, we're not on Zencaster, so we can't do drops. That's
0: right. Well, well, there will be drops. I'm going to put a drop ah, in there. Okay. That's cool. All right. Um,
1: and... I was going to just do it myself. Housekeeping. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Housekeeping. Patreon. Check out our Patreon uh, if you want to support everything that we do and have been doing. Uh, Thefifthgrouper.com slash Patreon. Uh, yeah. All right. That was housekeeping news.
0: <laughs> now he's now he's not leaving any gaps.
1: <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Bam, news, plow straight through. Um you guys get your arcs and bx trades? No.
0: Like you, you actually didn't get them? Like you don't have
1: no. them? No. Oh boy. Did you did you not order them and didn't get them? Or did you uh, not order them? I
2: didn't order them in time, I think.
1: Okay. Cause there are lots of people. Uh, unfortunately, that actually pre ordered them in advance from their local game stores and uh, yeah, didn't get them. Ah, suckers. Oh, <laughs> oh bro, I don't know about that. Dude. It's
3: kind of a feel. Oh, bad. man. <laughs> um, all right. it, it's bad out there. Um yeah. Like, all right, I'll put it in perspective. My store pre ordered 16, it got four. Oof. Okay. I'm um, good friends with Kodak on the Discord, Rich O'Brien. He went to five different stores in Massachusetts. They got a total of zero. I went to three other stores in New Hampshire to look around with him. They got a total of zero. We finally found a store that posted a picture in a small town in Massachusetts of ARC Troopers. Now, we couldn't tell how many boxes they had. So I sent him a picture at on Friday night. I'm like, listen... Uh, there's a pizza place there that opens at 1130. My wife's a pizza fan. Uh, as you know, I've got two kids, so I gotta kind of like, I gotta, I gotta make a ploy here. I gotta make a plan that suits my family. So I say, Hey honey, can I go get some pizza and also go get some, you know, arc troopers. Uh, but I need to go early and get there when the store opens. I got there at 1115. The store opened at 11. They had no arc troopers left. Um, and they were not open Friday night. So whether they had only a few in stock, I don't know. But I'm just saying, like, I was on the hunt for ARCs all weekend. At my store, out of the four that they got, they were willing to sell me all three. I only took two, and I felt bad taking two. I said, here, I'm not taking three of the four. That's insane. I'll take two. I didn't even feel good about taking the two, but I did. I mean, I-, I do, but I don't um and the hunt continued anniversary dinner yesterday uh with the wife i'm like honey there's a hole in the wall store do you mind if we stop in this is uh, this i'm not kidding this is real life no arc troopers so yes kaya you're laughing anniversary dinner i get it and I, I haven't even been going out at all because of all the things going on in the world but i was like honey home the wall store let me just try and she was supportive and i came up with nothing uh so Again, just to say that things are are looking weird out there, but it's 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 a strange feeling to like be hunting product like this.
1: Cool. Yeah, like it, you know what? A couple of days after their release. Yeah, it's I not mean, it's not like Phase 2s, which sold out after like a week. Um, <laughs> but at least at least in that case, people that pre-ordered the products got the products. Yeah. Yeah. It's tough. Bad news, bear cubs.
0: I uh, I got I, the last two two ark boxes at at our store after suffering through potentially death. It was it was scary. It rained real bad that day. Um, and it sounds harrowing. It. So I don't know. Are you familiar with the Georgetown Pike?
1: Oh yes, I live in the same area as. <laughs> so, so.
0: I, I normally take the the highway to our store, but I'm, like, super concerned with all the COVID stuff going on. And I don't have an easy pass, so I wasn't about to go through the toll booths. So I took the back roads, and I took Georgetown Pike. Like, the swervy portion of it. Um, yeah, the fun
1: portion where you feel like you're in a car commercial because the leaves are, like, rolling behind your car and there's all these trees and stuff.
0: Yeah, so I have never taken the Georgetown Pike before and um i was going like a uh, 40 miles an hour and like you know those like those turns that are like hey you should go 20 miles an hour but nobody ever goes 20 miles an hour because it's it's just a yellow sign it's not a real rule right um yeah so <laughs> i uh i was like taking the turn to go get my arc troopers and like Halfway through the turn, I realized it was, like, way sharper than, it than like, than I was correcting for presently. So, I, like, I had to, like, smash the wheel a little bit. And I corrected, but my back tires decided to continue correcting for me. Um, so, yeah, I did a little bit of fishtailing, and the cars behind me stopped, and the cars in front of me stopped. And I straightened out, and it was okay. But it was it was almost up and over the ravine for 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 me uh getting my arc troopers. So that was uh it was a little scary, but you know, it's one of those things where you like come out of it, you take a breath and you're like, you know what? I'm all right. Let's keep going. Um, I don't know. So that was my experience with arc
2: troopers. I'm just glad you're okay, dude. <laughs> that sounds terrifying. Like a rear a rear wheel skid like that in the rain is no bueno.
0: Yeah, it was uh it, I think part of it is i haven't driven a ton lately um so no reason to right yeah i mean like i leave the house once a day to like take my buddy to work but it's basically just a highway you know i'm not like driving back road ziggy zag stuff um and this was uh pretty and, and it was super slippery out so um in any case I got two arc troopers. I got. I actually. I bought like three hundred dollars worth of stuff, but. Um... <laughs>
2: retail
0: therapy yeah 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 i i late, i left with a trade federation battle tank that i told myself i was never gonna buy i left with bx commando droids i left with cassian and what else did i get oh i picked up vital assets because i haven't been able to find that in any stores cause I didn't pre-order it so that was a real win i i showed up and they had like six vital assets on the shelves and i was like thank god i've been looking for this for like four months so yeah
1: Awesome. Well, I'm glad that you A got troopers and B uh, didn't die. Yeah, me too.
3: I like how Kyle put the Arcs uh, as A.
0: Well, I I mean, mean, those strike teams are pretty important these
1: days. Uh, (laughs) So there have been, uh, I mean, they don't typically comment on logistics issues, so we wouldn't necessarily expect FFG to say anything, but I guess there's been a rumor going around about some kind of water damage situation. I don't know if that's true. Um, Maybe water damage means a container fell into the ocean. Uh, That would be a form of water damage um, that's (laughs) actually happened uh, in the past to, I think, Brazil.
0: Kyle Uh, over here is like a crime scene analyst. He's like, so (laughs) let me tell you, if it fell in the water, it's got water damage. That would be a valid form of water damage.
2: Yes. Laying, out, laying out the case for the defense here.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yes, technically water damage. Also, can't find them at the bottom of the ocean, but probably water damage. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't know. Uh, it's not a good look. Um, I hope that it gets resolved. You know, I hope that it's just like you know COVID delays or something, and there's a bunch sitting in a warehouse somewhere in customs that just didn't get here on time and eventually stuff. I don't know. Who yeah. knows? Could be a combination um, or, of all of that. Yeah, it could be all of the above. You know, yeah. uh, international shipping right now is totally F. Um, so it could be something like that. And they wanted to still, you know, they had enough in the U.S. that they wanted to stick to the original release date. Who knows? Um, you know, not a lot of real in-person games going on right now anyway. But bottom line is if you wanted... ARC Troopers and BX Droids on the release date, there was a chance you didn't get them, and that kind of sucks.
3: Well, it's funny that you mentioned it's their original release date because I actually think they were slated for July. So I, uh, wonder yeah. if, I wonder if they pushed it back to August hoping something would happen, and it didn't. And it didn't, yeah. And Maybe. they just stuck with it. I mean, my only advice out there is to kind of like I, – I know that there's been a lot of people on Discord – and a lot of people on Facebook like looking for answers or or just like speaking their mind. And I'm not saying that they don't have the right to do that, but I have a feeling that they're looking for an answer that they're not going to get. And what I mean by that is we're just never going to know what happened to these things, most likely. Um, Kyle it's just not told you they in... fell
0: into the ocean. <laughs>
3: <laughs> All right, well, sources say they fell into the ocean and we're going to roll with it. But what I mean by that is I don't think we're going to get that information straight from ffg at any point or asthma day um and i think if you lower the expectations of getting the actual answer maybe you'll come to terms with it it still sucks um because i I know a lot of people are not going to get what they want and who knows when they will um but i think sitting there and stewing about it is not going to help the cause either you know and please don't go
1: sell yours on ebay for 150 dollars or something crazy like that um i mean i guess if you want but i don't know uh there wasn't was it like an atrt that went for like 150 bucks or something like that recently
3: that's what somebody uh, told me they got the republic rt early yeah and, uh, and it that probably, early. So,
1: so that's a little bit of a different story um, yeah but yeah um i don't know
2: do uh, you, you ever wonder if there's, like, somewhere in the ocean a reef made of, like, miniatures and shipping containers?
1: <laughs> I mean, I, mean, uh, I I've heard, like, it's not, apparently it's not that uncommon for that to happen. I mean, it's not, like, super common, but it happens yeah. occasionally.
2: Oh, oh like, yeah. I mean, there's a, I know for a fact there's E-wings and K-wings at the bottom of the ocean. <laughs> that happened in dirt with X-wing, and I'm certainly happy with them. That that ship that you mentioned with uh was it Chile right? I think it was Chile that lost their their stuff. I forget.
0: Don't worry. A couple million yeah. years from now, like an E-wing looking creature is just gonna come out of the sea, and nobody's gonna
1: know where it came from. And uh, or, or there's gonna be some, some scuba divers looking for some kind of like lost Spanish gold ship, and they're gonna be like, Ark troopers. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, now, well, now I'm wondering how hard plastic actually holds up in salt water, like submerged in water now.
0: I mean, plastic uh, survives a lot. I know. Generally.
3: Kind of kind of wild when you think about it. The boxes would definitely be shredded
1: oh, very quickly. Yes. Yeah. Those would go like really fast. Um, yeah, so that's that. Uh, You guys get any hobby stuff done? Housekeeping.
2: Not a whole lot. Um, Well, actually, no. I I guess I have something to celebrate. I forgot that this happened between uh, the last time we talked. I actually did my first successful prime in Florida humidity, so I've passed a milestone. Nice. I guess that's that's a hobby milestone. I've I've lived in California like most of my life, so it was like perfect for priming, unless it was like really hot outside or dry. But now I have the opposite problem, right? Because I'm in Florida, it's hot, but it's also wet. And I managed to get something done and I'm kind of happy that it wasn't an obstacle and I'm still able to use my rattle cans. But I I primed like seven heroes and I have a vital assets now. So I have a lot of uh, a lot of work ahead of me in the coming month.
0: Nice. I. uh, Yeah, I, I feel like Florida, you can probably prime outside like what, maybe a month every year.
2: Yeah, like March, I think, is the lowest humidity month out of the year. Otherwise, you have to find some different solution. Like, the relative humidity, like the lowest I think it gets at this time of year is like 60%, which is fine for rattle canning, but it's still kind of risky. Yeah. Airbrush with a moisture trap. Yep, yep, exactly. That's, I'm hoping that my, uh somehow finagle a airbrush for my birthday, which is coming up later this month. But we'll see what happens with that. Um, but yeah, I mean... Uh, Turned out it wasn't so bad. You just uh, have to bear with the paint smell when you bring them into the air conditioning.
1: Yeah. Make sure if you do get an airbrush, make sure that compressor has a moisture trap on it for Florida.
3: (laughs) Yeah. Florida is a whole different beast.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's pretty, it's pretty Like DC was built on a swamp. It's not great here either. Um, but it's not Florida.
3: <laughs> yeah, I mean, Florida.
2: The temperature, the temperature is like really static, and the humidity is extremely high. It's like ninety percent most of the time.
0: That's that's awesome. Every time you step out of your house, you just are immediately drenched in sweat. So that's <laughs> best, yeah, best feeling ever.
2: <laughs> yeah, I don't think I would have survived long down here without air conditioning.
3: Oh, thank God I took that shower before I stepped outside. Yeah.
2: All <laughs> yeah, right. Right.
3: Well, I, um,
2: to sauna.
1: I have started assembling my um, BX Troys, which I was lucky to get. Um,
0: Does that guy have a bipod?
1: Yeah, so. Um, there we go. Yep. Nice. Yeah, it's sweet. Um, it's it's like that is a hefty looking sniper rifle. It uh, yeah,
2: it is. Uh, well, it's just two red, so it better be.
1: <laughs> but no high velocity.
2: No high velocity. Doesn't yeah. have
1: more either. Yeah. And <laughs> they don't it? get yeah. they don't get free aim tokens to power lethal. So nobody oh, gets
0: free aim tokens. That would be crazy.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um yeah, so people have asked, like, how are you gonna build your BX droids? Because mm-hmm. um, there's so many different ways. Uh here, let me just hold up one of these sprues here. These are the sprues. Um <laughs> there's, a million options. There's like let's see. There's three four shields in here. There's Do you like have three to or four.
0: Build them with the shields.
1: No. Okay. Um you can I mean I think there's like seven bodies in here. You can build all seven of them without using any shields, I think.
3: Okay. Are um, you not gonna build yours with shields, Mike?
1: This is gonna be
0: unpopular. But I'm not a huge fan of the shit.
3: Oh, this is so unpopular. Yeah. I'm gonna let Kyle finish, oh. but I might have to rehash that. That, that, that is Those good. I,
1: I haven't decided. So I'm an old school minis painter. Um I'm kind of with Mike on this. Like when so the they, the first time that I experienced this, they did this, uh GW does back with Necron Warriors, like 20 years ago, whenever Necrons first came out, it was like all the rage. They had these glow sticks basically, but it was like plastic, um, green little rods that you would like put in their guns. Yeah. Um, I found myself wanting to paint them anyway. I think it just kind of looks tacky. I don't know. Like the shields are cool, but, uh, I don't know. I, I, like, I'm- I feel like if I put them on, I'm going to want to just paint them anyway. in some kind of shimmery pattern, um,
0: I've had a lot of issues with this sort of thing. Um, so I, my first 40 K faction was Eldar. Um, and all of the Eldar vehicles have see-through canopies. So you like paint the dude, put him inside and then like glue the see-through canopy over the top. Um, I had a lot of issues with it. Um, I mean, I, clearly you could probably just paint over the canopy if you wanted to, I suppose. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I um, I I think it's cool. It's not for me.
1: Yeah, I think I'm in the same camp. I I'm just, people love it, so it seems like you know. Yeah, and you that's... can always paint over it if you want. If you don't like it, so but yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I'm gonna put them together, and I'm gonna see. I'm gonna paint them without the insert in there, and then I'm gonna put the insert in there, and then I'm gonna see how it looks, and if I'm not happy with it, then I'm probably gonna paint them. Um,
3: it's kind of wild. Yeah, I, I think my favorite model is the guy that you can put the gun through the sh- like it looks like the gun's poking through the shield, right?
2: Yeah, they, they, it has, it's actually like inside the shield. There's like a little hole in the shield where the gun. That is,
3: that, right. is a, that is like my favorite model. You right. guys are like That robbed me, me.
2: Right me when I first saw it, and I was like, why? Why wouldn't we do that?
0: I mean, don't get me. Yeah, wrong. there okay. they
3: are. There, there it is, right there on camera. Don't get me. Wrong. Yeah, I don't think Kyle realizes he's on mute. <laughs> yeah. He is on mute. Oh
1: yeah, sorry. I don't know if you can see that through the. Yeah. with the camera but there's we, literally we a little hole in it that's like perfectly shaped for an e11 or e5 whatever there yeah whatever um, it is
2: i don't know what the number is
1: yeah um let me put it
0: this way if somebody else was putting together my models and painting them all i think i'd be okay with it. to me it's kind of a hassle to like put the model together so i'm I'm somebody that, again, probably unpopular opinion. I put my models pretty much completely together before I paint them, which means that in order to paint the gun, I'm gonna have to be like super careful not to like get it on the shield. Um, I don't know, or I'm gonna have to like do something dramatically different than what I would normally do. So I
3: don't. So know. I guess I guess my question to you is: Have you put together your arcs?
0: I haven't opened any of the boxes yet.
3: Okay. Um I put them together and I think that if you glue Echo like to like in one piece, you are not going to get his handprint on his chest. If I'm just being straight up with you.
0: Handprint on his chest.
3: So what? Echo is Echo has the handprint on his right uh piece of his body armor and the way that his model set up, he's kneeling and he and he holds a sniper. And when I say that, I don't, I mean, maybe it's just me and I'm not used to this, but when some when the gun is so close to his chest, I just don't know how anyone's going to be able to get the handprint on his chest plate. Well,
0: I'm not going to put the handprint on his chest plate.
3: Well, you know what? We're going to fight all night, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> I just not Echo.
0: Well, I don't. I don't care about that really (laughs) like I I just don't get me wrong I like to do characters and stuff but I also like to paint my characters so that they're like mine like I I am not a huge fan of Games Workshop but the thing I love the most about their games is that their characters and their packs are like your own you get to like make them what you want like i would much rather have a customizable clone commander that like i can like give upgrades to and give him like a battle axe or whatever and then like name him and give him some special abilities and like that's the dude that i painted that's like my i don't really care for holding to other people's creative works when well it comes to modeling
3: to be fair I didn't paint my clones in any canonical color. I picked like an army color and I stuck to it. But what I'm doing is, and I wish I had fives down here. I started fives. It's a super work in progress. Okay. Because I only got to paint like an hour the other night. Um, I got all set up that I was going to do fun, you know, fine. Now both kids were like, no, you're not painting tonight. So, but my point is, is fives and echo are part of the 501st, if I'm not mistaken, and they have like the same shade of blue with a different shade of blue, similar to Rex. So they have two different blues. One is similar to Rex and one's like a darker tone or like, not like a darker, but more of like, like a, like a subtle blue. It's not as bright. So what I'm doing is I'm using a different green. I use green on my clones. I'm using a different green and I'm just painting them in the army color. So they're still mine and they tell my story rather than me telling the star Wars story, but I still want to put the handprint on it because it's echo.
2: <laughs> no, I, I totally get you. Zach. I totally get it. So like, so that's so your plan. Are you going to like do sub assembly and just like, cause I don't yeah. know how they, cause like on these FFG models, what I found is like, you'll have like a, 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 a lower arm and an upper arm. And looks like, it's like a little peg almost. And then the gun will, and the arm, the, the trigger finger arm will be in one piece. And is that how that is on these?
3: Yes. So not on all of them, but on the snipers and Echo it is. And okay. so what I'm gonna do is I'll I'll glue the arms to the sniper rifle, but I won't glue the arms to Echo. Mm. And I under, what I won't what I'll do is I'll paint Echo's torso and I won't do anything with his shoulders because obviously we know plastic glue. Will like shred whatever I paint, so I'm yeah. gonna try and I'm gonna try and do it as best as I can. It's mainly I need to be able to get that handprint on there and like his and, and his chest done before I put the sniper rifle in a position that I don't feel comfortable. I just I can paint the gun like Mike's saying, like I, I'm comfortable painting the gun. I'd be co- I'd be comfortable painting his chest plate white or even green. It's the details of the handprint. I just don't know how you can do it when he's assembled. Yeah. I mean, again, I'm an amateur at this, so somebody's probably really good at doing that, and they and that's fine. For me, this is how I have to do it. Um, I was always a dry fit painter before the the hard the hard plastic sprues, anyways. Um, hard plastic changes it because, like I like we you know we allude to the plastic glue will literally melt what you've done, and you're kind of messing up what you did. I mean, you could just do that one one piece with super glue. Like that's still another safe. option yeah that's another option like if i just super glue echo it's fine like the dc-15x sniper i glued i don't care he, he i can figure him out but echo's handprint was important well not like super important to me but i wanted to do it like oh, i think no, it's dude. Cool. it sounds important to you like <laughs> it's pretty <darn> important. <laughs> you yeah. know what it is it, it's It it's i've picked up a couple different techniques lately and i want to test it out and i want to see if i can do that handprint and see how it comes out and i want to do it without i want to straight up freehand it i don't want to draw with a pencil and then paint over it or something like that i want to see if i can freehand it like i'm trying to freehand fives's head helmet not head because i can't paint faces i did speaking i picked another padme up but anyways i'm going on a rant about it um uh so echoes 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 handprint mike's not going to do it i'm going to do it it's all good (laughs) well hang on you picked another padme up are
1: you going to put it like are you going to put the actual padme head with face
3: on there I'm going to attempt a second Padme. Um, I'm going to try and make sure I don't rip off her head in anger this time. Um, I'll just make sure that I go even thinner with my paints than I normally do, which is usually super thin as it is, which you need to do on faces as it is because you want to be able to layer it up and make sure that if you mess it up, you don't have to cut her head off. But um yeah, we'll see. We'll see how this one goes.
1: Yeah, just as a, um, yeah, maybe you could find a helmet or something. Helmet I have to put on.
3: <laughs> I tried that. I tried it. It didn't look right. I have I have a ton of extra clone helmets. You know, I I like I put it on the model, and I'm just like, ah, this doesn't look right. It just you know, doesn't look right.
2: I have I have my base coated one here in front of me, and it's this is it's super basic, right? It's just a few colors. I think her face looks like Natalie Portman from like, you know, three feet. Easy. It's fine.
1: Yeah. I, I mean, I think you don't like, don't beat yourself up over it. I think, Zach, it's, yeah. The,
0: I think the, the, the fix to this is actually to use Sabine or Aiden's head. If, if you put either of the helmeted versions on.
3: Okay. That's fair. Okay. I can see Cause, that. Cause then it would be the, the correct size. Yeah. My, size my, and then, my you know, gender my issue that's what it's the (laughs) correct size right well that's that's my issue with padme and i know that it looks like natalie portman from you know a table a table's you know distance right um i just feel like they i've mentioned this in the last time that i mentioned when i cut off padme's head her face is kind of like full and the curvatures aren't there for me to like understand how to like highlight the way i want them to happen and I go to highlight it; it doesn't look good. And then another layer, and another layer, and I'm just like, "Well, now it's just ruined."
0: I don't know. I don't see any resemblance to Natalie Porter. Could just be, but that's just me.
1: <laughs> Three feet, guys. Three feet. Come on.
2: I'm just I'm just giggling when you say that this is the last
1: time I shot off Padme's head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we gotta stop about that one. Yeah, for real. Um, so getting just. Uh, getting back real quick to the shield things as a practical matter. If you're out there and you're putting these things on, um, please do not do the shields first. Do them absolutely last after you've already done painted everything. A, you clearly can't spray paint while they're on there, but B, like if you mess up and just get a little bit of paint on one of these plastic pieces, like that's it. You're screwed. So yeah, um, yeah. Get over. don't even take these out of the box until your dudes are like fully painted would be my piece of advice.
3: Are you just going to, um, do them all the same scheme with different shoulders or are you going to do different schemes?
1: Uh, I haven't figured out how I'm going to do squat markings yet with the BX droids. They have, um, you know, like canonically, canonically the, uh, the standard, um, scheme is like that gray and gold thing. Um, I'll probably just take a couple of the areas where there's normally those like gold highlights and do some other color. Um, in a way that's obvious enough. I haven't really thought that far ahead, but uh, I'm going to assemble. I'm going to do three sniper models, um, three SAB models, uh, three S.H.I.E.L.D. models, and then the rest, like, normal dudes, basically. And I might put a couple of swords on the. The cool thing about the swords is they have them, um, they have both hands with swords, and then uh, they also have, like, um, just random, like, spare swords that you can use, which clearly you could cut the hilt out of that and have, like, You know, a guy holding it in his hand, if you wanted to, that would be pretty easy, but you can also just glue it straight out of their back and then just have it, and then just have a dude with an E5 and then like a sword hilt on his back, um, which looks pretty cool. So, you know, uh, Legion isn't technically WYSIWYG. What you see is what you get with the exception of heavy weapons models. Um, So, like, if a dude, random dude, has a sword on its back and you didn't give him vibro swords, that's, you know, that's legal. It's fine. So, yeah, but. Um, I'll probably have just a handful of sword dudes, so if I do that, I can just kind of mix them into the unit when i field a unit you know, with swords.
2: Do you think you could like convert one to be dual building?
1: oh yeah, uh, um that would be kind of cool in fact, I think um yeah, that would not be hard at all. You could totally have a guy with dual swords just nice. looking at these screws um, so. That's so great that like now we're now we're in
2: this phase of the game where it's like hard plastic and we can make conversions and we're just like the, the creativity you know we're just gonna be off the charts going forward.
1: Yeah, in fact, there is uh, there are arms with swords in them and there is both a left arm and a right arm with nice. a sword in them. So you wouldn't even have to like do the hill chop thing. Um, yeah, I like that we're in. I mean, hard plastic just period is so much easier to convert. These kits are a little more customizable. Um, they're getting more customizable. I will say the one. I have one beef with this with this screw, um, since I have it right here. That I will briefly take is, th- except for the running model, the bodies are all the legs and the torso are all one piece. Um, oh, I see. So it's actually like a little bit of a minor step back from the posability of the B ones, where the legs were separate pieces, so you could kind of like, you know, arrange them in different ways. You're gonna have to um, be
0: less of these though, so.
1: Yeah, it's not as big of a deal because you're going to have like, you know, just a handful of them. Um, you're not worried about making 50 different poses and it's, it'll be fine. But yeah, that would be my one small, ever so slight gripe. Otherwise, the kits are great. There's lots of little, the arms are actually multiple pieces. Um, some of them, so you can, um, you know, make different arm
3: poses and holding different weapons and stuff pretty easily. So I will say. The arcs aren't as customizable. Um, I feel like they're actually kind of hard to mod um, because cool. their arm, because the way they glue is their arms have to go under their like sho- like their um, like under like right at their shoulders, and it only fits a certain way. So I'm kind of jealous with the options you get with the BXs.
1: Yeah, I'd heard that about the arcs. That's a little unfortunate. Um, and also, like some of them are clearly jumping, and some of them are clearly not jumping, and you can't like. Like if you want to do full
3: full all seven guys in the area, you can't do that, right? I'm just gonna mix and match sets okay. and see what I can do, um, and try and figure it out. Uh, I I fig- I'm figuring I'm gonna do the flight stands like dead last, like the shields, and just go from there. Um, for me, I paint a uniform army and then I paint the base, so I have a little more flexibility when it comes to figuring out what's going into what unit. But, yeah, it's definitely not as customizable.
1: Well, maybe we'll see. Um, that's a little unfortunate. Maybe we'll uh, wonder if we'll see more of that or we'll see more of, like, the V1s um, going forward. Because the V1s yeah. had, like, ball joints and stuff, which was great um, yeah. for posing. Speaking of, like,
2: customization and posability, Kyle, you actually posted a blog. We actually have a new feature right on the Fifth Trooper blog that you published today. I oh, yeah. to talk about that a little bit?
1: Yeah, so there's this dude. His name is Raddick, um, but he he actually wrote this article. Uh, it's a guest article, but essentially, like he put an incredible amount of work into his Imperial Army. Um, the paint the paint standard is incredible for starters. But he also basically set a goal of having no single model being the same, which is uh, quite a stretch goal when you're talking about an Empire army with core unit with core set stormtroopers in it you know, the monopose corset stormtroopers. <laughs> so he actually modded, uh, every, essentially every single model in his army. Um, it's super impressive. I would encourage folks to go check it out at the fifth trooper.com slash blog. Um, it's called Raddick's Imperial Army. Um, Raddick is the guy's name, but, uh, he did an incredible job. The painting standard is amazing. He's got like these crazy weathering on, uh on not only the vehicles, but also on the troops. And, um, yeah, the he has got like a speeder bike with um, Baby Yoda and a sack in the back of it that he made. Like he sculpted, hand sculpted from green stuff, basically. Wow. Um, That's yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, he's got like a one of the Death Troopers has um, uh, the little Stormtrooper doll uh, from like Jin's Stormtrooper doll from the opening oh, scene. yeah, and it's in hand.
2: the woman um, one.
1: Yeah, it's a, it's just an incredible level of detail. So go check that out. Yeah, like, all the
2: Death Trooper helmets have, like, green OSL. Like, oh, it's yeah.
1: It's, it's ridiculous. Like, every single model has some kind of, like, crazy blending, and it's, yeah.
2: Yeah, it's it's, it's it's so worth checking out.
3: It's one of those armies where you look at, and you're like, how the F did you get your white so smooth? How yeah. did you do that?
2: <laughs> like, yeah, he did, like, an ISB uniform, and it just looks incredibly good.
1: Yeah. It's, I think someone commented uh, on the plug on the FFG forums. They're like, because I, um, uh, I put the photo of the ATST A- A- as like the header photo. They're like, man, I thought it was bold to lead with like what was clearly like the best the best paint job, you know, right at the head of the article. And then I realized the entire army was like that. So. <laughs> I, I,
2: I don't even think it's the best. I think you, I think the more you look at it, there's like all these little details and that's like speaks yeah. to the art, speaks to the level of artistry the Radek is doing.
1: Yeah, it's impressive. So go check it out. Um, Yeah, I hope that inspires people. Yeah, for sure. Um, You know that even with monopose models with enough effort and skill and green stuff, um, you can make them that, monopose. (laughs) Yeah, fifth fifth trooper blog. Check it out. Yep, check it out. All right. Uh, Should we launch into our main main thing here?
0: Our main thing? What's that? Our main thing.
1: Yeah. We don't have a drop for this. I don't know. I guess we could do uh
0: I can, I can what's the main thing drop?
1: drop? Okay. The main, thing. The main the thing. thing. Um I don't know. We gotta come up with a name, a catchy name for this campaign that we're doing here. If um I guess listeners, if you have an idea, let us know. But uh yeah. You wanna you wanna take it away, Mike, and tell us what we're doing?
0: Yeah, so um this is uh the Star Wars Rebellion Board for those of you that um have not uh, do not own or have not seen this game? This is a fantasy flight game, uh, games product, um, it's a sweet board game. Highly recommend. But we are using um, this uh, map so that we can run a Star Wars Legion campaign. Um, and so the idea here is that uh, each of the planets um, has a loyalty marker denoting who owns it. And there's a bunch of different planets that, like, nobody cares about, like Yavin and Dathmir and Dantooine and, and Ilum.
1: No one cares about Yavin?
0: I mean, it's not like people don't live there, right? Like, oh, yeah, it, that's true. That's you true. know, like, it's not like a, in terms of the populations is subjugated or not subjugated, there's no population to subjugate, right? Gotcha, so, gotcha. Um, So the idea here is that we have split the galaxy into... Uh, two separate halves the rebels have 12 planets the imperials have 12 planets uh, the rebels have some outliers over here like bespin and ryloth uh, I, I tried to make it kind of thematic um, in that regard um, those are like clearly like rebel aligned places we see in the movies and, and shows so i figured we'll give them those um and uh yeah so basically what we're gonna do is that each one of these um, infantry models on the game board is an 800 point army um, and every turn uh one per one team's going to be the attacker one team's going to be the defender and the attacker gets to essentially initiate a combat and in a place of their choosing um and we're going to fight over it and so the restrictions here are going to be a little bit weirder than they might normally be for army building um in your normal event so let's for a second assume that this rebel trooper here moves over to malastare and han and Chewie come with him um, so this is an 800 point army versus an 800 point army uh, we've decided that the defender will always be blue player to kind of um simulate defender's advantage um, because that's generally what blue player is and um, the restrictions on list building is gonna be that you only can include heroes that are in that space, so in this case, the imperial player has to have be led by an imperial officer because there's no there's no Darth Vader there, there's no general veers there um and the rebels can have a rebel officer Han and or chewie if they want um and so. Uh, the objective we've decided is that uh, the first 18 planets wins um, we'll see that might be turn into a super long campaign if uh we keep on going like back and forth so we'll see uh we'll see how that holds um but yeah we've got a couple proxy models or proxies in here at the moment so uh all the named characters are in here uh we've got. Jin, luke cassian all starting on yavin um chirit is actually gonna be sabine um and he started and she's starting on mandalore we've got leia starting on alderaan han and chewie starting on kashique um we've got boba fett and uh jabba otherwise known as bosk the hut uh starting on tatooine um, Darth Vader is going to hang out at Mustafar in his castle at the beginning of the game. Um, General Veers and Director Krennic are going to start on Corellia. And uh, Emperor Palpatine, along with his buddy uh, Iden Versio, who's being played by soontier Fell because, you know, they're both TIE pilots, um, are going to start on Coruscant. And we're just going to slug it out. Um, Basically, each turn, the attacker is going to move three pieces on the board, whether they are heroes or army units, up to one space. Then the defender is going to do the same, and then the attacker is going to pick a location where they both are, and they're going to fight. I think the only other special rule that... uh, we've talked about is that if our boy Luke Skywalker makes it all the way over to Dagobah, um, he's gonna turn into Jedi Luke because, you know, Yoda and stuff.
1: I feel like I feel like maybe Luke should start on Hoth just <laughs> like, for thematic reasons.
0: You know? I don't know. Darth that's where you know just, like, walk over and cut him in half. I mean
3: Well that's that's true. Yeah. Um, I mean Not to to like tell you what our strategy is, because for those of you that don't know, uh, we rolled some dice earlier to see who's going to be teammates, and Kyle and I got Rebels, and David and uh, Mike are going to be Imperials. And clearly, Kyle, right now on the cast live, I'm telling you that we are moving Luke every single chance that we get towards Dagobah. Whether he has to get engaged in a battle or not, I don't care. I don't care what you do. You move him towards that space. We want operative Luke. <laughs> um, well,
1: I assume we would still have to pay the actual operative Luke points for operative Luke.
0: Yes. So it's not like okay. they're in the space and you get them for free. It's like they're in the space. They're eligible
1: to be taken in your army. Um yeah, I see how it is. Luke's all the way over here, you know. No imperial planets near him. That's that's cool. <laughs> you no,
3: know, you know what's funny? You know what's funny, Kyle is I think Mike put together this map after he found out what the factions were and what the teams were, and somehow Luke is just so far away.
0: <laughs> I actually, actually think rebels are pretty advantaged based on the current setup, um, just because they've got so many units towards the front. Um, but we'll
1: see how that plays out. Palpatine nothing- likes to be blue. Yeah, yeah, he does. There's definitely some uh, imperial worlds though where there's just like one stormtrooper on him, and uh, no heroes nearby. So. Yeah, it wouldn't totally. be too hard to knock him over. Um, my hope
0: there was that that would feel a little thematic, and that like, you know, Darth Vader and Emperor Palpatine can only be in so many places, right? Like,
1: yeah, you know. So, so for the moves, is it like if you move a character by themselves, does that initiate a battle?
0: It does not. So basically, you do your moves. Then we do our moves, and then you pick a place where we both are and we fight.
1: And for a fight to happen, do you, is a character sufficient, or do you have to have like a character and an army dude?
0: You have to the only requirement is that we both have army dudes there.
1: Okay, so like if I move Han to Malice there by himself, that's not like an eligible place to attack. Correct. Correct.
0: I thought about like introducing like capture mechanics if like they're like by themselves and stuff, but we can we can do more stuff like that later on if we want. Um But for now, yeah, you just you just move a dude, um, and then you probably move the hero that goes with them. Um and then you can move something else. Try to keep it kinda simple for our first yeah. first go around here. Um so, David, are you ready to beat the crap out of these guys?
2: Yeah, let's do it, man.
0: <laughs> um,
2: dun, 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 dun. Here we go.
0: <laughs> so, Rebel players, are you guys ready to make your moves? Have you talked in secret enough? Do you know what, what uh, you're going to do?
1: We have not talked in secret at all. Oh, Mike and I are super coordinated. You guys are toast. Yep, it's
3: over. <laughs> it's- this-, this is how the Rebel Alliance goes. We're hodgepodge. We just Uh, uh, put together and we just do things like, you know,
2: we paid 40 points for HQ uplink.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's very clear. We're moving Luke Skywalker, no matter what.
1: Yeah, obviously. Um, and probably should take Cassian with him just for posterity. Um,
2: (laughs) posterity,
1: but I actually feel like we should be going towards Imperial worlds. Uh, in general, I, I agree. As, as um, awesome as Jedi Luke is, Commander looks pretty good still, too. And I feel like if we're not
3: uh, murdering Stormtroopers, we're kind of wasting moves, personally. I mean, you know what's really looking good to me is that Sabine, Mandalore, or Mantel area. And just kind of, like, you can even, like, also, like, kind of move towards my Jito and, like, just trying to make this entire... I don't know which way Mike's looking at, but the entire left side of the board <laughs> would be, like kind of rub, rub, like rub, rebel-owned if we could.
1: Yeah, you just gotta be careful that you don't uh, draw Palpatine's attention there. Um, I don't know. I mean, you could do, like, Leia, Sabine, and a dude to Ord Mantel, right? Ooh. Do a Leia-Sabine list. Um, I like that. That'd be three moves. Uh, could do Han Chewie and a dude to Malice there, and just have, like, Han Chewie... Versus a generic Imperial officer by themselves.
3: <laughs> so this, this is how this is how uh, Mike decided to get Han Solo competitive. Is he playing against with <laughs> No characters. There you go. Bear
0: in mind that if you go to like Ord Mantell, in response we could like move Palpatine, right? Well,
1: that's and what then, I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Which I think that'd be okay though. Leia Sabine versus Palpatine. I don't know. Yeah, would be
3: Would be even fight. Yeah. Uh, and then it, But he brings Iden along, and you're just like, all right, what do we do now? I don't
1: know. Palpatine Iden are a pretty hard list to make.
2: <laughs> yeah, you don't get much of an army after, like, 400 points of yeah, that. still,
1: still got to pay the points uh, for the characters. Um, I don't know. So I have either Leia Sabine and a dude to Ord Mantell or get Luke Cassian up in somewhere useful, uh, I guess. I don't know. They're kind of far from Imperial Planets. Um, yeah, yeah.
3: I mean, considering you and I are both like big on the Luke Cassian train, I, I do think we kind of need to move him. Um, ironically, I know we really want to get Luke to Dagobah, but I'm also tempted to. happen. Yeah, yeah, I'm um, kind of tempted to move them to Dathomir and get them closer to Ord Mantell and Magito. And if Palpatine wanted to come left, you know, like Luke's there. Yeah, let's do that.
1: Let's do Luke Cassian and a dude to Dathomir, and uh, we're not going to yeah. fight. You
0: guys are going to up your turn one attack.
1: This is, this is a positioning uh, situation oh, here. Oh jeez!
0: All right, okay. Don't get me
1: wrong. I mean, I can decently play Leia Sabine too. Like, I mean, we so can easily guys, just roll with that. Until you guys, uh, you
0: guys can move Luke and Cassian would... into Dathomir, and then like just move a dude from Alderon to Ord Mantel and we can like.
3: I was gonna like suggest heroes. that we. I was gonna suggest we move Luke and Cassian to Dathomir, and then take the trooper from Dathomir, put it onto Majido and have a uh, Rebel officer, Imperial officer battle. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
1: that would be really fun, actually. That would. Um, yeah, let's do that. So we don't have like not have a battle in the first round. That would be boring. <laughs>
0: We're trying to like set this up to facilitate battles, and they're like, You know what, we're gonna do round one, <laughs> we're not gonna fight anybody. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Repositioning, there's nothing
2: that no, doesn't say we couldn't move right we take our turn, and we could put like Bosk on both the way. It's right. pretty clear that our bounty hunters are in a position to absolutely terrorize the outer rim.
3: Yeah, to man, be that's, fair, so bounty hunters, do. to be to be yeah. fair, that exact scenario that just came up is the epitome of how Kyle and I placed ours legion. Yeah, I was gonna Here, say. Like, we are you know, defensive minded people that would we, we're defensive minded players that would rather play defensively than make an attack so that, that played right into our cards move dodge you know first turn move dodge, <laughs> yeah, move dodge. You
1: know? <laughs> we move, move on down. line of sight blocking Tyrion hit a standby I
0: prefer move shoot with T21B myself
1: but you know. uh, <laughs> I think we should move a dude for Mandalore though just so that there's uh, uh, somebody that with, with Luke and Cassian. that makes sense or we could even just move Luke and then move Sabine and a dude to Mandalore, and do Sabine Imperial
3: officer versus a generic Empire dude. That makes sense to me too. Let's do that. All right, we're setting in stone. I'll go do ahead. it. Luke, moving to Dathomir. We'll move Sabine. Oh,
0: Oops, Luke fell down. He's dead.
3: Sabine, over to. would do you want to go to, Majito or or Mentel? You're muted, Kyle. God. Kyle. Actually, it My might bad. make a lot of sense. It might make a lot of sense to go Majido. Yeah, yeah. Let's do Majido. Let's do it.
2: Sabina Majido. Man, look at me. I'm just
3: like moving everything over here. Magido. Yeah, and then move a dude from Mandalore. Yeah, there we go.
1: Okay. So ordered.
0: Alright. So David, how are we gonna deal with this?
1: Uh
2: well, I mean, obviously we gotta fight them, but um, Let's see. Well, if they want to, they want to move heroes away from the bounty hunters. Like I don't think it's time to bring Palp out yet. I really think the bounty Hunters should get a get a move on and punish them for moving away from the outer rim. Okay, that's my feeling. So I think like I think a Boskar Boba to Bothawai would would be pretty simple.
0: Yeah, I agree. And
2: then I don't know if I don't know if capturing Ryloth is worth it necessarily because it's so out of the way.
0: It is. It's one one extra planet towards winning, but we can always like grab it later, right?
2: Right. It makes more sense to punish the 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 cluster like Bothawai, Nalhada, Toydaria. Like I think punishing this is smart. It, it might draw Han and Chewie's attention, but I mean that's thematic, right?
0: Well then they just have Leia on the front lines. And- yeah, exactly.
2: Or
1: all by herself. Yeah. She can dig it. She can handle it. Yeah. yeah.
2: I mean um, Leia versus Aiden would be a pretty nasty game.
1: It
0: would be, um, okay. Do you want to send Bova or Bosk? Uh,
2: why don't we send in Bova because he doesn't get enough play time?
0: All right, all right, we'll send it. Bova dude. one
2: army, and then we have a third move, right?
0: Do we want to like spread our other characters out at all?
2: I don't know. What do you What do you think?
0: Part of me like wants Vader to get closer to the fight. Uh, Same. But I'm like, should we just have him crush Bespin first? Uh, I mean,
2: yeah. I mean, because we only get three moves, right? So we can put him on Bespin, but we can't initiate a fight. Yeah.
0: Why don't let's let's send him to Bespin?
2: Yeah, he'll go. Uh, he'll go uh, make a deal with Han that'll uh, <laughs> keep the Empire out of here forever. Yeah. Lando. I'm oh, sorry, Lando, not Han. Gosh. Yeah. They're like. I the mean, same person, that, was,
1: that right? was part of the deal. <laughs> That's true. That's, <laughs> That's true. Great. He actually was the deal. Um yeah, <laughs> he was the deal exactly.
2: And 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 Luke to be fair.
1: Yeah, right. All right, so
0: those are our moves. You guys could actually declare a fight either on Pothui or mygito right now.
1: Uh let's do Migito. Yeah.
0: Makes sense. Okay. Yeah. So our our first battle will be on mygito with you guys potentially having Sabine, um, and we're gonna have a generic officer holding down the Imperial fort. <laughs> oh boy. Uh oh.
1: I mean, it is gonna be Sabine and a generic officer. Yeah, totally. A generic officer. Yeah,
2: that's true because she has to take one.
1: You're gonna have to put covert <laughs> observation in your command. Hand.
2: <laughs> right, right. I was already
3: thinking of that. That's so funny.
2: <laughs> let's get let's get those e webs for pin down. <laughs> Hey, or, you know a tank would be cool. A tank would actually be pretty
3: neat with officer and I mean, It's gonna be interesting to see these lists actually. Yeah, yeah I think
1: yeah. I think the rebel officer generic lists are gonna be worse than the Imperial ones. <laughs> yo, yo,
2: let's take an ATS too. Yeah, let's do
1: it. What hey, you guys aren't supposed you... to tell
0: us. No, no, we're not gonna
1: tell you. Maybe right. maybe
0: we're faking you out. Who knows? Yeah, maybe we're faking you out. Yeah.
1: We'll just take a bunch of ion guns. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Shows you.
0: I'm not even sure ion guns are good when your opponent does
1: show up with armor.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that's a whole nother bag of worms. <laughs> yeah, a whole other kettle of fish.
1: <laughs> yeah, there you go. Kettle of fish. Uh, all right. So let's, uh, so we will basically do this fight at some point over the course of the next week. Yep. And we'll probably figure out a way to stream it. Is that right?
0: Uh, we're probably, maybe we stream it almost definitely will record it and upload it to YouTube. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I, it will be one of those two things. Um, and of course we'll talk about it on next week's cast. Um, so if you're also just listening audio wise, uh, this is also going to be on our YouTube. So feel free to, it. the map might make more sense um, if you're looking at it as opposed to us just talking about it. But um, yeah. So,
1: and if you guys at home want to try like a similar campaign idea, um, or if you want to elaborate on it at all, make it fancier, give it a shot, let us know uh,
0: yeah. how it goes. I'm probably going to like put the rules I put together in like some sort of document and throw it up um, uh, somewhere on our Patreon or maybe on the blog. I don't know. I'll, we'll figure that out. But um, it's at some point, I will publish these very rudimentary rules and just kind of throw them out there. Um, I came up with them today, so... <laughs>
3: yeah i mean to be fair we were like oh why don't we do 2v2 but you can't do tv2 in the mod and then then we're like mike how about a how about a campaign idea or something like that because it's the 100th episode and here we are and mike threw it together and it's pretty solid considering you just had today to kind of you know think about it so yeah, I I i think
2: it's brilliant this is gonna be fun I mean, guarantee it
3: you're
0: assuming that today is the first time i've ever thought about a star wars <laughs> legion campaign oh my god you should see the rules i have for a uh, a campaign that integrates imperial assault armada um x-wing and star wars legion all on the rebellion board with like rebellion-esque cards and heroes and stuff uh it's elaborate and the rules doc is about 30 pages long at the moment and nowhere near being done.
1: <laughs> that sounds awesome. I think you could do something really cool with essentially just Armada and Legion.
0: I think so too. I think um, I, I haven't worked on it in like probably half a year or so. And I, I went back through it today when we started talking about this and I was like, you know what? I think I can take the Imperial assault stuff out. The So the Imperial assault and X-Wing stuff were like, special mission cards like if you um like if you play like retrieve the death star plans you'd play like an imperial assault mission or something as opposed to a legion game which doesn't really fit that you know i don't know we're infiltrating the death star as a team team of like four types of scenario um but yeah
1: awesome well um We'll play that at some point, and let you guys know. No, we will
0: it. it will never be done. <laughs> <laughs> it will never be done. I may, maybe maybe it'll be done, but it's like it's like that project that you have in like the back workshop yeah. that like yeah. you know you're never gonna finish, but it's fun to work on. That, that's all that is.
1: Yeah, yeah, I got you. Um, so. um cool. Well, so we're gonna do this campaign thing. Let us know what you think of it. Try it yourself if you want. Um, let's, uh, you got, uh, you want to plug Yavin base, David? Yes, yes,
2: absolutely. Let me, let me do that right now. So uh, in case you're not aware, um, there's a team league going on for star Wars Legion. It's called the Yavin Base team league. I run the YouTube channel. It's based around, um, we're in the fourth season. We founded this league a couple years ago because we wanted to, you know, try a new different format. Um, it's been wildly successful. I um, can't imagine why more people will be suddenly playing online. Um, but uh, we we originally tried to recruit like 16 teams and we ended up with 24. <laughs> so this thing is huge. If you can include all the alternate players, we've got 144 people playing in this tournament. Um, and so that's going to start September 7th. Um, you can find a lot of information about the league on Yavinbase.blog. So, all one word, YavinBase, no hyphens or anything.blog. Um, there's two articles there that I encourage you to read. Um, there's also a set of channels in the Legion Discord that you can uh, haunt as well to find out more information about the league and to figure out what's going on. But I'd like to encourage everybody to read those and keep your eyes peeled for announcements, both at the website I just told you about, YavinBase.blog, and at um, Legion Discord. Because uh, there's tons of games that are going to happen um, and it should be super hype. So um, I'm hoping that uh, y'all come and watch.
1: And we are fielding a team. Since Trooper is fielding a team. There yeah, right yeah. we are. Finally playing again. Yeah. Season 3. <laughs> um, so it'll be uh, me, uh, Zach, Mike, um, Evan, Jay, and Bushman. and Bushman, yeah, yeah. yeah.
3: It's
2: good. So that's a pretty, that's a pretty good team. I think you guys have a good shot. It's yeah. uh, so, so. I just want to. I'll say one thing. Um, if you guys ace your group, you get a buy in the first round of single limbs. So, you go four and zero? Oh, and I think we don't need four, You don't need buys. Yeah, need I'm just saying. If saying if you want to play less games, you should you should four zero your pool. That's all I'm saying. So what you're saying well, that's is definitely you a, a plus for me.
0: Four zero your, four-oh your yeah. pool if you want to play more games.
2: Mm. Yeah, you shouldn't. Because because what happens is we'll have 12 teams that go into single eliminations, and so the top four will get buys. Gotcha. And then the bottom eight will play a play-in game.
0: Well, our team is basically all Patriots fans, so we're getting a first-round buy. Ah. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
3: oh, right, man.
0: <laughs> right?
3: You had a actually... Man, I could almost have like a side podcast with you tonight about all the stuff that's coming up about Bill and Brady. But yeah, we know we know how to win, baby. Yeah. I'm actually drinking out of my Patriots cup. So um Yep, yeah, first round bye. That is that is how we do it in New England, and we're gonna we're gonna follow that trend in Yap and Base. All right.
2: I look forward to uh commentating those games and perhaps judging them as well.
3: Although I think you say that, and I think Evan and Jay might be Bill's fans, which like they only know how to like they only know how to jump through tables.
0: What 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 you mean is they are fans within our division, which means they're Patriots fans. That's all there is to it. <laughs> <laughs> We're the only ones that make the playoffs, so they're the only ones you can root for. <laughs> Brutal. Yeah, I,
2: I only have a passing understanding of the sport you call hand egg. I mean
3: You know what you know what this makes it even funnier is I'm wearing a I'm wearing a cutoff sweatshirt, which is like Belichick, so yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm channeling Belichick tonight.
3: You know, what? every every time, so um, I kind of got thrown into the captain's role because Kyle was like, "Let's put a team together," but I don't really want captain. And I'm like, "Oh, I had fun last year doing it." So every time I'm doing uh, captain's duties, I'm gonna I'm gonna sit here at my laptop with my hoodie on, hood up, cut off sleeves, and I'm just gonna Belichick them. Okay?
0: Yeah, I. Oh. Uh, you know, Belichick, Emperor Palpatine. They're like, you know, the same.
1: <laughs> My takeaway here is that you own a cutoff sweatshirt.
0: He's literally I,
1: wearing it. Stand up. Uh, Stand up, Zach. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well,
1: all right. Yeah. Just, you know. It's, yeah. I didn't know that was even a thing. Um, well, it's a thing right.
3: because of Bill Belichick. I feel
0: like I can safely say that. Okay.
3: Yes. <laughs> I walked into Under Armour and they had cutoff sweatshirts, and I was like, you know who likes to wear those? My boy Bill. And I'm buying one, so you know.
1: There you go. Uh, all right. Well, I think that's gonna be it.
3: You guys, got any final thoughts?
0: We're gonna beat the crap out of you guys. We'll see.
3: <laughs> was was that towards me and Kyle, or are you having base opponents?
0: Both. Both.
1: Yeah. I was say both. <laughs> Obviously.
0: Uh, but on a more real note, this is our hundred, hundredth episode. Um, if you asked me a hundred episodes, if I thought that we would be here talking today still i'm not sure what the answer i would give you is but it definitely is not i don't know this has been a great experience thus far i'm looking forward to 200
2: yeah 104th will be two years officially yeah so yeah, that's, that's pretty awesome
1: <laughs> pretty epic yeah uh, well i uh, i for one have really enjoyed just talking uh once a week with about you guys with, uh, sorry, with you guys about Legion. Um, so yeah. Hey and then it's been fantastic. Yeah. Yeah.
3: I, uh, yeah. This, this is what I think my 13th episode. So I'm a little bit behind you guys, uh, yeah. but, uh, but the way I describe it to my wife is, is like, it's like going to your friend's house and hanging out with your buddies and just like hanging out with the guys. And that's what yep. like, that's what Monday nights are all about. Right. Nope. Yep. Like I get watch ritual
1: again. All right, well, we are the Notorious Scoundrels. I'm Kyle. I'm Mike. I'm David. I'm Zach. Stay fresh, cheese bags.